Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs from around the world about how they're creating an impactful legacy. I'm your host, Casey Clark, founder and chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Debbie Neely, who is an executive coach and facilitator at Neely Coaching and Training. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Casey. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, I always like to start off by telling people that I grew up in West Virginia because I feel like that's where my roots are. Um, And sometimes my y'all will come out. So I like to (laughs) mention that to people. Um, But I have been in Frederick about half of my life now. Um, And the last, gosh, 32 years, I worked in a Fortune 50 company, which is really where I found my love for coaching for what I do now and um, just got to meet a lot of really great leaders and have really great experiences. Um, But again, that I think that nugget I took away from that, that whole experience was that the passion that I found for helping other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then about two years ago, I thought, gosh, I'm getting older. (laughs) And if I'm ever going to go out on my own and, and try this thing on my own, um, now's the time to do it. So that's where I I went out and I started Neely coaching and training. Um, And along those lines, about five years ago, getting ready to celebrate five-year anniversary, I also started a nonprofit. So, you know, I started looking around and I have three beautiful nieces. um, But when they were going through their teenage years, I started noticing some of their struggles. And I thought, what do young women who don't have a support network, how do they get through these years? And um, from that is where my nonprofit came from. So it's called 2911 Group, and we support young women ages 13 to 21 with their self-esteem, their self-confidence, social responsibility, and leadership skills. And so that's my second passion. So I feel like those are the things that, that keep me going. I love it. It sounds like you really are in your purpose. Yes. And I love that you said that because I feel like I went through a period of time where I felt like I had lost that. Um, and you know, I think that's where you get moved to action, right? And that's what happened to me. Yeah, that's awesome. So as you know, the name of the podcast is called We Thrive. So tell me what that word thrive means to you. Yeah, I love that word. And I feel like it really means that, you know, you keep going no matter what's being thrown at you, um, which is really great for 2020, right? <laughs> yeah. no, no matter the craziness uh, that's happening, you know, you, you keep going, um, you find your purpose, you align to your purpose, um, you make sure you're making time for the things that are important and you're, you know, you're out there making a positive impact on the world. Yeah, I feel like this year, so many people have said, like, if anything, you've had the time to slow down and really mm-hmm. think, like, what am I here for? Yes. And I, that's something I struggle with. You know, I, I feel like my brain is always going a mile a minute. And I feel like sometimes um, those opportunities present themselves, whereas you're almost forced to slow down. And um, I try to look at that as a blessing. Yeah. So speaking of those struggles, what obstacles have you personally faced or even professionally, you know, when you've been trying to thrive? Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I was thinking about that, you know, you start thinking about big things that happened in your life. Like, like for me, it was, you know, leaving this organization that I had been a part of for so long. That was like my second family. And 
Um, you know, they were going through a reorganization, which is why I took the opportunity to go ahead and, and go out on my own. And, you know, so you kind of think of those, those things, like where you feel like, okay, I was kind of forced to make a choice. Um, you know, I've really been trying to um, get people involved in my nonprofit. So you, you look at it, okay, was an obstacle apathy for my mission or the cause of my nonprofit or, you know, trying to take care of myself and just feeling like I didn't have any control, didn't have, um, you know, someone had taken my power, you know, and it sounds really dramatic, but what I really came to was it wasn't any of those things. It was really about my mindset and with me kind of stepping back and thinking I didn't have choices in situations mm -hmm. and then realizing I always have a choice. I may not like the choices, but I always um, have choices available to me. Um, and so I think that for me is the big thing when I look at things I perceive as barriers in my life that have popped up. Um, it was more my mindset and how I approached them that was really the barrier than the actual thing itself. Yeah, that's so empowering. I mean, just remembering at the end of the day, like you said, we might not like our choices, but we do have a choice. <laughs> exactly. Or sometimes we're just not seeing all the choices. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you bring up another good point about sometimes we're kind of pushed in a direction and sometimes we have to create a different choice, you know? So I love that. So what resources, you know, have you used as you have overcome these obstacles or um, just kind of pursued your nonprofit or your business? Yeah. So at first I was thinking of, you know, there's so many great books and videos and TED Talks and pot podcasts, right? out there. Um, and I do love all that. I'm, you know, I'm a continuous learner and I, I love those things. I think those are always great resources, but I think the biggest thing that I have found is people, mm -hmm. um, you know, getting involved in, I'm involved in several business networks, um, especially some women networks. Like I've really been taken aback at how other women support each other and, you know, just embrace each other and want to see each other be successful and help each other out. Um, I took place or took part last year in a women's mentoring group. And it was, you know, these are women I had never met before the first night I walked into that room. And these are like women that I so admire now. And they're, you know, they're part of my tribe forever now. And, you know, so for, for me, it's that. It's like being able to talk to people who've been down the road before you or the people who can, you know, give you that little bit of encouragement when you need it or that kick in the butt when you need it. Um, that, I think that's what I found are the resources that have really been the most helpful to me. Awesome. Is there a particular experience or maybe even a particular connection that you've had with someone that stands out to you as like, wow, this was like a, a shift for me or like a pivotal moment for me? Yeah. You know, I, if you go to these networking things and, um, first of all, the big group things is, isn't really my thing, even though I kind of forced myself to do them. Um, I love the one-on-one, -on -one. Um, and I had a meeting um, the beginning of this year, actually, um, with a, a local realtor. I'll, I'll give her a shout out, Peggy Magnanelli, if I said her name correctly, um, and what I just admired so much about Peggy is, you know, she's reached out to me and said, let's just get together and have a cup of coffee. I just want to, I want to get to know you better, um, and to sit there and have someone not try to sell me something or not try to push something or not try to ask me for referrals. She just, you know, was interested in me and who I was and what I was trying to do. And then she even said, how can I support you? How can I help you? 
Um, and she has sent so many people my way, like you, you need to meet so-and-so or you, um, you know, and I just love that. And I've met so many fabulous women um, that really started with Peggy. And I think that was a huge lesson for me of approaching um, these new relationships with how can I help other people um, and support them versus going into it with how can they help me? And so that was a huge lesson, but I think also a huge blessing. Yeah, absolutely. I love Peggy. She <laughs> she's a gem and she has a, a huge heart. So she does. Yeah, she really does. So speaking of kind of impacting others, talk to me a little bit about legacy and what that means to you. I mean, especially since you have a nonprofit. Yeah. So, you know, I really think that it's important that you step back and and kind of say, how, how am I making a, a dent in this world? What am I leaving behind? You know, what will people remember me by? Um, how am I setting myself apart? Like those types of questions. Um, it's funny because as an executive coach, I ask executives that all the time. Like, what is your leadership legacy? And you know, what, how are you leaving the world better because you were here? You know, those types of questions. Um, and I think that's important for all of us to think about is, you know, what, what is that legacy that when people think about us, that they, they think of that. Um, and honestly, that's probably the reason why I actually moved to action on my nonprofit. You know, I talked about it for a couple years and I talked about all the statistics out there, you know, for young women and the things that are getting in their way and all that. And finally, I had a really good friend just look at me one night and said, when are you going to do something and stop talking about this? Oh, and I'm powerful. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I need to do something. I need to stop talking and do something. Um, you know, and and she's she's that kick in the butt person that I was talking about. Um, and so I, to me, that's legacy, right? What are those things that you really feel like um, matter? You know, and and are important out there in the world. Yeah, definitely. So given your experience in both business and, you know, it seems like you come in contact with a lot of executives and um, your experience with your nonprofit, what are some nuggets that you have for someone who might trying to be uh, starting a business or a nonprofit? Yeah, I think the, the big thing that I've learned is the whole comparison competition that, you know, just don't go there. Like, the, you know, it's so easy to get sucked into that. Um, and you've really got to train your brain not, not to do that. We're all different. We all have different situations. So comparison really doesn't work anyways. Um, uh, and, you know, again, it's, it's all your mindset and how you approach situations. So that would be the first thing is really get your mindset on, you know, your why, why you're doing what you're doing so that you can align back to that, um, your brand and who you want to be, because that's going to set you apart and make you different. So there really is no comparison there. Yeah. So I would say that's the first thing. The other thing is, um, it was funny, I was reading the other day a whole article about self-care, and I know everyone's been talking about self-care this year, and everybody rolls their eyes when they hear the phrase. Um, but what I loved about this article is, I mean, not just that you have to take care of yourself, because I think that really is important. You know, when you're, when you're running your own business or running a nonprofit, you, there's, it's so easy to forget that you have to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that's important. But one of the segments of self-care that people forget about is asking for help. And, you know, we feel like we have to do it all by ourselves, and we don't want to inconvenience people or we don't want to ask them for too much. Yep. Um, and I've just learned... 
Um, and my friends probably this last month, I've been calling a lot of friends saying, I, I need you. I need your help. <laughs> I need you to do, I need your brain. I need your hands. I need your heart, like whatever it is. Um, and I've learned that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably one of the hardest lessons I ever had to learn as a business yeah. owner. Yeah, we want to, we want to appear really strong. And I think it's important to know that it's not a weakness to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely agree. 100%. That's, I love it. So is there anything else that you want to share that you, you know, might've thought about during our conversation? Um, it's, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, you know, I think another lesson that was hard for me was, was the stillness. You know, when you talked about slowing down and be, be still, like, I think you feel like I need to be doing something all the time. And you know, I can't watch this movie or read this book because I have a business or I'm running a nonprofit, right? So I need to be doing stuff. Um, but that stillness and taking that time for yourself. And for me, I felt, I was just telling someone today, I'm like, I don't remember the last time when I just had time to think, mm. you know, or, or reflect. And that's why I love, I love this opportunity to be on this podcast because it made me stop and reflect on the last couple years of starting a business. Um, so I just think that that would be something else I would want to leave with people is, you know, again, it's not selfish to take that time. It's not selfish to slow down. I really think it's important and it may sound a little cliche because people are going to say that to you. Um, but I think when you start noticing that you've gone without, you know, th that's when all of a sudden you're behind the eight ball a little bit and you're like, oh, I, I need, I just need time to think. I just need time to not think. Right. Yeah. So I think I think that slow down, take time to think, take time to reflect is super important. Yeah, it eliminates the noise, you know, so you can actually absorb, you know, what you need to or process what you need to. So Absolutely. yeah, I love it. Well, I definitely appreciate you being on our podcast and sharing all the wonderful nuggets. It's uh, just great reminders for me, especially the self-care aspect. Uh, so I definitely appreciate you sharing all that with us. And I'd also like to uh, thank our music sponsor who created the music for our podcast, uh, Stephen Lamar Moore. So Thank you again, Debbie. I really, really appreciate your insight and I wish you the best with both your nonprofit and your coaching business. Oh, thank you so much, Casey.